and you think that maybe you are an empath, ask yourself that, you know, ask yourself is, you know, do you get sick around, you know, certain people? Do you read people? Do you want to help people and ask for nothing in return? Do you put yourself last? Do you people please? Um, do you get stressed out easily in large crowds? You're listening to the On Empath Show. Welcome to another episode of the On Call Empath. I'm your host, Raj Mantaj. Thank you for joining me on episode 99, uh, one away from 100. Wanted to, uh, first, before I start off uh, going into this episode, I want to give a shout out. You know, there's a lot of people that have been uh, reaching out to me in my DMs um, and telling me how this podcast journey has helped them change their lives. You guys know who you are. I just want to give a quick shout out. I can name all the names, but that would take, um, you know, most part of this uh, quick episode. But I just want you to know from the bottom of my heart that this is why I do what I do. And I have a lot more things in store with the on-call empath coming up. But I just wanted to thank you from the bottom of my heart for anyone that out there that is listening. Um, I want to thank you for actually helping me um, understand myself and um, all the positive feedback that I get from all of you. It really means totally the world to me. So thank you. So in this episode, um, I do want to start off by telling you that I want to kind of talk to you empaths and highly sensitive people and trauma victims um, directly. And one of the things that I get, especially as a coach, um, that I see come across are a lot of questions that I get. Some people are not sure if they're, you know, 100% empath. They don't know. They don't identify as an empath. They're not sure what it is. They just think that, hey, I'm flawed. Um, I've been told I have this problem or that problem. But in essence, we all are on a spectrum. And that goes for empaths, um, people that are narcissists. Just every person's different. I don't think that you can just say, yeah, I'm 100% empath. You may be an empath, but you might have certain qualities that may even be narcissistic is in nature, and you may not even know it. Um, can someone be truly an empath? And that's that's what I'm going to cover in this episode because I know I, I had people ask me like, "Oh, the on-call empath. What what is that? What is an empath?" Like, well, let's define that. I mean, you guys all know what an empath is. Is somebody that is very intuitive with themselves. They can feel other people's energy. I look at it as a superpower. I know for many years myself that I thought that I was flawed. Um, some people that you go to will will say that you have problems, mental health issues, that you shouldn't be feeling this way. Um, you're flawed in this area of, because you do X, Y, and Z, but it's not. If we take, if we dissect what it really is, an empath is somebody who can. Uh, read the room, as you will. Somebody that can start to feel your pain, they can actually absorb it and make it as theirs. Now, I just want you to imagine like a, a world full of empaths. Everyone's an empath, 100%. Do you think that our world would be in the mess that it is right now with all the greed and you know um, 
people that are toxic out there, all the narcissists. I don't think so. And that you should take pride in. Um, being an empath is definitely not for everyone. I mean, I didn't ask to be one. And for many years, you know, I thought that being highly sensitive or being an empath was something to be ashamed about, but it's not. As you'll know that in this podcast, I've had many guests that are empaths that are very happy. They've come to the conclusion they wouldn't trade it for the world. And and I'm one of them. I, I feel like I have something to give to the world. I have my own superpowers. But first, let's get into it. Are you, what kind of empath are you? Like, um, are you a physical or emotional empath? When I say physical, I, I mean, you know, I'm more talking about, are you a hypochondriac? Do you react to people's stress really um, seriously where you get sick? Do you, when you're around somebody who's toxic, do you start to get toxic and start to lash out as well and become you know, bring yourself down to that person's level. I mean, these are all things of being a physical empath. Um, I know one of my clients was constantly fatigued. And I asked them to write down like a typical week, what they go through um, and why they were having all these unexplained elements, going to the doctors, always feeling fatigued, always getting sick. But then we looked in further what they were writing. And one of the things that I noticed and I pointed out to my client was, look at who you're around. Look at the toxic people at your job, at you know, people that you live with, family members, work vampires at work. And this, you know, unfortunately, is how our culture is. We are trained to think that <clears throat> if we don't you know, do something to gain someone's approval that we're not worthy, we're not enough. If we don't agree with somebody, uh, we're difficult, we're bad people. And these things causes our bodies to feel very fatigued. It affects our nervous system. It affects how we deal with other people on a daily basis. Often it comes with anxiety, depression, body sensitivities. Um, and then unfortunately it leads to addiction where it's, you're addicted to sugar, bad food, fast food, alcohol, cigarettes, drugs. Um, for some, it might be porn. Um, it could be all types of elements just to cover up because we can't, can't handle it. I mean, um, I know a lot of clients that I've talked to, especially that raise their own children that are single parents. That in itself is a job, and that in itself is very taxing and stressful, even though they wouldn't trade it for the world because they would do anything for their children. That in itself does cause all kinds of elements in the body, repressed emotions. And so you need to step back and ask yourself, if you're a physical empath, does all these things uh, affect you when you're around somebody in a crowded room or at, at a job? Do you start to feel sick? and unmotivated. Well, one of the things that I went through is by cutting out all the negative people. And, and of course, you can't cut out everyone. You're going to have to deal with an asshole boss, um, a narcissist spouse, uh, somebody that's triggering you, someone that's you know pushing your buttons. These things that you can't get away with, they, they manifest in other ways. They'll show up in, in your body You'll keep going to the doctors. You're going to get a run around. You're going to be put on medication. And that's what 
that's the theme that I keep hitting. But then once you take everything out, the most that you can take the trash out. Um, cause I, I've in the last couple of weeks, I've, I've went non-contact with some people and I've noticed, I'm not kidding that my pain, my body pain, my headaches, all that was at the all time low. And it, there was a link to it, at least for me, it was. So if you can cut out as many people as possible and keep the ones that make you feel good, the ones that really come with you on your journey, the people on this podcast that are listening right now, those are the people that I want to be surrounded by. So if you're a, um, a physical empath, you'll know it. Now, on the flip side, there's something called emotional uh, empaths and just how you know that you are more of that than the physical is that you care too much about what other people think and you neglect your own needs. You're a people pleaser. You want to fix people and you can put your, your needs on the back burner um, because it comes naturally to us. That's, that's what a emotional empath does. We tend to do things to cope with our stress, uh, probably not in the best manner where we overeat or we indulge in foods that we shouldn't be. We don't, you know, take care of our bodies. And, and that's part of being the emotional empath. We have to swap it out to somehow, you know, deal with these emotions. Now, there are ways to kind of counter that by, you know, doing breathing, exercise, eating healthy. But let's face it, most people don't do that. And it takes effort to do that. And it, I mean, for me, it took, years to actually be consistent. But it wasn't until I started journaling and keeping track of everything, having other empaths keep me accountable. That's when the change happens. But now from most of the people that I've talked to, a lot of the people that I coach, they'll do it for like two, three weeks and then they'll stop. Um, As we know, it takes 66 days to do and habit to create a habit. So I tell people, just give me 66 days. And each day will count. And you may not win every day, but the fact that you're keeping track and you can see your progress on paper does wonders. And that's why journaling is huge for emotional empaths. Um, One thing that I I tell people that if they're not sure is I ask them this question. I ask them, do you pick up other people's energy? And that's where I want to talk to you about the extraordinary abilities that we possess. I mean, it's nothing like ESP or anything like that, but it is very powerful. I've come across a lot of strong empaths that have abilities um, that have been on the show. Some of the things that come out of their mouth, I'm just blown away. I'm just like, how, how do they know this? They can hear from my voice. They can see even without video, just on my voice, they can say things um, that they can pick up. Now, I don't have those types of gifts. My gifts are more like, you know, I'll get most of my energy from nature, from dreams. I can read people from possibly just being next to them without saying anything. These are things that I've always had since I was a kid. Um, I think most people have them. It's just empaths are more in tuned and they can pick this up. Same with highly sensitive people. If it wasn't for a lot of the trauma that, people go through, I think that's what fine tunes your abilities. The more trauma that you go through, 
the more your abilities get stronger. And I I know that kind of sounds weird. It's kind of like if you've been through all kinds of hell and you get to a point where you're hypervigilant all the time, if you are not able to read somebody, your brain might say you might not survive, you might die. So guess what? Every time you go into some situation, you're going to focus on that 100% where somebody else may not, they might not care. You know, you might walk into a room and read every person hoping you get accepted where somebody that's not an empath may not care and just sit down and not even think about it. So, so those are the two things, the physical and the emotional. Which one are you? Let me know in the comments below. What made you decide that you're an empath? I mean, some people don't know it and they're walking around and, and just trying to make sense of it. They'll label themselves as broken or they'll just think they have mental health issues or they'll never be fixed. If you're one of those people um, and you're now entertaining the fact, hopefully after watching this video or somebody else that's an empath and you think that maybe you are an empath, ask yourself that. You know, ask yourself is, you know, do you get sick around, you know, certain people? Do you read people? Do you want to help people and ask for nothing in return? Do you put yourself last? Do you people please? Um, do you get stressed out easily in large crowds? Um, and it doesn't even have to be ra- ra- large crowds. It could be just uh, being overwhelmed and having bodily issues like pain in your back or your neck or migraines. Or um, And one thing I want to point out is a lot of people that do have, you know, let's say fibromyalgia or um, back pain, um, or they complain that they have a lot of health issues where they get sick a lot. That that's a theme that I tend to see a lot with, with empaths because they're absorbing so much. And one of the things that I talk um, a lot of people about is protecting yourself, protecting your shield. It's okay to help people, but there's got to be a time where you have to recharge, protect yourself. And I'm not saying avoid toxic people or narcissists. Some people that I talk to, they can't. They're married to them. Um, they have to go to get to a job and see a narcissist. There's ways around it. So don't think that because you're empath, you're disadvantaged. In fact, if you're an empath and you're listening to this, you're a, a percentage of the world that I feel that has abilities that you know the world needs more, more than ever right now, especially with all the things that are going on, the history that's being made. The world will never be the same. And we need to step up. And that's why I created this, this podcast. All right, guys, stay tuned for the next episode. It's going to be the hundredth episode. I cannot, I've been waiting and waiting for this moment for a long time. Um, and I couldn't have done it without you guys. I hope you, you enjoy it. I want to thank you for coming with me on this journey. Let me know how I'm doing in the comments below. Let me know if you're an empath, what kind of empath, you know, physical, emotional, what kind of issues do you go through? Let me know in the comments below because I do read them. With that said, stay tuned for the next episode. Always keep moving forward and we are out. You're listening to the On Call Empath.